I'm Josie Brown, and this is Author Provocateur. My guest today is Marilyn Barron, whose four-book Psychic Crystal Mystery Series features a heroine who solves paranormal mysteries with wit, humor, and more than a little intuition. Marilyn has also written several standalone novels that combine romance, suspense, and historical intrigue in faraway places. She'll be joining me at the Barbara Bay Reader Appreciation Weekend this April, where she'll be showcasing her novel, The Siege. Thank you for joining me, Marilyn. Thank you for having me. (laughs) (laughs) I have to tell you, I'm very impressed with the uh, Psychic Crystal Mystery Series. Um, it seems like it's, 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 it's a fun series. How did you come up with that idea? Well, um, my husband and I were on a trip to Australia and I was, we were sitting across the aisle from each other and I was sitting next to who, someone who purported to be a psychic and then her, uh, PR person next to that. And this was, they were wearing, this was in the time of SARS and they were wearing these face masks and I, I don't know if they had it or they didn't want to get it, but I was, it was like a 20-hour trip, so I was sitting next to her, and I came up with the idea for the series. And so it started out in Sydney, Australia, then it went back to Florida. Wow. Where I'm from. So that's how I came up with that series. Well, I think it's, I think it's a, a great idea, and uh, I'm, I know that there's currently four books in the series. I hope right. that um, the Vey authors, uh, the Vey readers, will be picking it up. Um, but I also know you'll be showcasing... One of your um, one of your more romantic suspense novels, The Siege. Right, that just came out January eighth, and I'm real excited about that. I bet uh, you. It, apparently, it takes place in one of my favorite cities, uh, Florence, Italy. Where, oh, that's one of your favorite cities. Yes, yeah. It looks like it might be one of yours too. It is. I was um, in my senior year of college. I went to school there for six months. And I studied Italian and art history and mythology. And that's where I just developed a love of um, art. And so um, a lot of, since then, most of my characters are artists or there's, they're talking about art theft or something to do with art. And so this sort of combines art and mythology and it starts out in Florence and then it goes to Greece. Ah, you've covered two of the most, you know, culturally uh, rich um, societies in our world. I, I love that. And yeah, it's an exciting story. And usually what I, when I do romantic, um, historic romantic thrillers, I start out with a nugget of history and I sort of develop that. I turn a nugget of history into a novel and I build a story around it, preferably in a setting I'm familiar with. I did that um, in three of my books so far. So that seems to be, I write in a lot of genres, but I sort I think one of my favorites is this romantic thriller, historical thriller. So it starts out in the current time, and then it goes back to usually World War II because I, I'm fascinated by that um, time in history. I know. It, it seems, doesn't World War II seem very current right now? I mean, I know that there's two movies right now up for Oscars that are cover that period. And it seems like a very rich period that somehow... Um, you know, now that we're far farther removed from it, we can look at it with a clearer eye and say, wow, there's so much that happened and it's so rich and we can delve into it. Specifically, writers, I mean, I think, I think that if I remember correctly, you've got a couple of books that do have some kind of World War II connection. 
Right. I've got, um, well, actually, the first book that I um, ever got published was called Under the Moon Gate. And it, start, it starts out in, well, it's in, it takes place in current day, and then it goes back to World War II Bermuda. So it has a World War II theme. And then um, one of the favorite things I've ever written is called Stumble Stones. And it takes place in um, Berlin, starts out in modern times, and it goes back to World War II, and it has two women's Holocaust stories. So it's not depressing. It's, it's sort of like a romancing the stone type thriller. So it's every book that I have utilizes humor. So it's funny, but yet it's poignant. And now it seems like all my books start out and then go back to World War II. I think because my father was a top turret gunner in World War II in a B-17. Wow. And I read his... Um, sort of his diary of um, all the missions that he flew. And that's influenced me. And that's just the favorite period of time I like to write about and I like to read about. It also seems that you've incorporated some of your own travels into your novels. Is Are there particular cities that, that have inspired you, like Florence, um, for this latest book? Yeah, Florence especially. I've used that um, a number of times. Also, Bermuda, we vacationed in Bermuda about 12 times. So I, that's why I wrote Under the Moon Gate. And, um, and Stumble Stones took place in Berlin, and I went to Berlin. I actually went to Berlin before I even thought about writing the book. But then when I came back, it was the book Stumble Stones is about um, these Holocaust memorials that they have in front of people's houses where... Um, Holocaust victims were taken during the war, and now they're sort of memorialized brass plaques that go in front of their houses. So I was in Berlin for about a week, and I never saw one. I didn't even know what it was, but then um, one of my neighbors who moved to Germany told me about it, and I used that. I was inspired by that, and then he wrote the book, and I had been familiar with Berlin, but I had never seen it. Um, Then when I went back we took a river cruise last year and I actually saw a stumble stone. There are all, there's about 60,000 of them all over Europe. Wow. So I saw one and it's, it's really exciting. So, and then uh, the book that I'm working on now is called, um, well, it's actually was inspired by a river cruise that I took last year to Dernstein. Well, it's to Austria and to this little town called Dernstein or Dernstein, Austria. And I took an excursion and I um, met a saffron farmer. That was one of the excursions. You could either take a, go to a winery or a saffron farm. So I chose that. And now I'm setting that in that little town. And it's about a saffron farmer. It's, and it's called the Saffron Conspiracy. See, you took the, you took the, the, the road least taken. Most right, people correct. go to the wineries. Right. I'm not a big wine drinker. I mean, I, you know, it's okay, but I'd rather do the saffron. And then I found this, this guy grows saffron and he makes saffron products and they're delicious. So I brought some home and that inspired me to write the book. So every book that I've written has some reason why it was written, you know, some personal reason. And starting all the way back with your father's diaries, right? which to me is a wonderful way to reconnect, not only in knowing who, who he was as a young man, but now he's inspiring you as an adult. Correct. Now he's, uh, he's since, you know, passed away, but, you know, I'll always remember that. So that's, that's sort of my, like I said, my favorite time in history to read about. And 
like you say, there's so many movies and books and you, there's so many stories that you could never, they, you never run out of stories. Right. About World War II. Right. And also the way you're blending it with something current today and the discovery of something that has not just the historic value, but the mystery and the suspense of what this item is and how it, how it, how it affects your hero and your heroine. Right, right. That's exactly right. I always love history with romantic suspense. We were in Berlin, as a matter of fact, last spring and it was such a touching city for us. I mean, just the way it's it's embraced even the tragic part of its past. I mean, right. it, it was really I was touching. Impressed. I was impressed with that because I never wanted to go to Berlin. I just said, because I have a Jewish heritage, and I just said, why would I ever want to go there? And my husband's always wanted to go there, and I finally let him get his way. And we went there, and it was so wonderful. The people were so warm and welcoming, and they have so many memorials right. to that and it's just a beautiful city. So I was very surprised. I, I pleasantly surprised. I was too. It was like it was like a way to make amends. The whole city was out to make amends, mm-hmm. and that to me means a lot. I mean, the just having the the cobblestones where the Berlin Wall goes right through the city. Oh, right, correct. Oh my God! Yeah, I, was, I was so impressed with that. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. And uh, you know, and like I said, with and I make a lot of talks about my novel Stumblestones to different groups, and um, I never looked down. That's why I never saw them, because there were so many wonderful memorials that you could look up at. Right. But then when you actually look down on the pavement, that's when you see these, and it's the most, I think, touching memorial that they've done. But nobody knows about them. Nobody over here really knows much about them. Right. I think there, sh- I think there should be more said about the redemptive factor of the whole Berlin experience. Yeah, they've done a great job, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm very excited that I'm going to be meeting you at Barbara Bay's event. Have you ever attended? No, this is this is going to be my first time, and I'm so excited because I've always wanted to go, and she asked me, and I was so thrilled, and I said, you mean I'm going to be attending as a writer? <laughs> or do you want me to come as a reader? And so she said, you know, as an author, so I'm really thrilled. Well, it's going to be a great you're going to have a great time. 500 very rabid readers who who really are tuned into the authors, and um, they're going to love what you write. Want to hear more about the authors who will be attending the Barbara Bay Reader Appreciation Weekend? Just go to my website, authorprovocateur.com, and click on to the other interviews. You'll also find them on the event's Facebook page. And beneath each interview, feel free to leave a comment about your favorite part of it. Doing so puts you in the running for a bundle of the author's books. Listeners can leave one comment per author to be entered for the drawing. This is Josie Brown of Author Provocateur, signing off.